0: Point to Point podcast hosted by Nova Scotia Business Inc. Discussing the issues and opportunities for Nova Scotia's exporting businesses, the people that make those businesses work, and contribute to our communities. So let's discuss, let's listen, let's connect.
1: Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to our second edition of the Point to Point podcast. I'm your host, Laurel Broughton, President and CEO of Nova Scotia Business Inc. In today's podcast, we are exploring diversity, equity, and inclusion in business, I've been looking forward to this conversation for some time. We all have something we can learn about how to foster a more inclusive environment in our workplaces. In this podcast, we will talk about long-standing challenges, as well as best practices and recommended strategies. As Nova Scotia's business development agency, partnerships are key for NSBI. That's especially true as we work to help achieve goals such as inclusive economic growth, That partnership happens with client companies and with other organizations. Our partners are here at home and beyond Nova Scotia's borders. Let's look at what is perhaps the most notable and high-potential industry, the ocean sector. In 2010, the OECD estimated the value of the world's ocean economy to be at least $1.5 trillion and projected growth of over $3 trillion by 2030. In Nova Scotia... The sea is where we learn, innovate, chart our course, and succeed. Over and under its waves, Nova Scotians connect the world, harness energy, and harvest food. It's where we patrol Canada's boundaries, learn about our natural world, and explore uncharted depths. Nova Scotia has led the world in ocean technology for centuries. The spirit of
0: innovation and what comes next will drive the sector today and tomorrow you cannot manage what you don't measure. Ocean Allies is all about partnership. At NSBI we're excited to have played a part with many partners in a
1: recent project focused on progress in the ocean sector. To talk more about this I'm joined by Kez Morton. Kez is the founder owner of Pisces Research Project Management. Not only is she a PhD in marine ecology, Kez and her whole team are deeply passionate about the ocean and Canada's role in ocean research and management. A year ago, KEZ, NSBI, private and public sector partners came together to work on a first-of-its-kind opportunity undertaken in Canada. It's the Ocean Allies Project. We know the sustainability and future performance of the ocean sector depends on developing a diverse workforce. And the ocean sector is rapidly evolving digitally. The Ocean Allies project aims to further foster a diverse and inclusive workforce through industry-led action. The partners achieved one of its key milestones February 2021. The milestone is a foundational report released across the sector and available publicly. It uncovers initial diversity, equity and inclusion insights in Canada's ocean sector. NSBI had a role with our partners. We compiled statistics providing an overview of what labor force data currently exists. This helps us to identify gaps and areas for further research. Hello, Kez. Thank you so much for joining us for this podcast.
0: So, before we jump into the report, can you share with us what Ocean Allies is and why it was formed? So Ocean Allies is about taking advantage of the amazing opportunity we have in the ocean sector. And in order to take advantage of that opportunity, we need everyone. We need all the diversity, we need diverse ideas, we need diverse participants, and not just because it's the right thing to do, but also because if we don't get there, we're gonna be excluded from the supply chain. It is being enforced at this point, so we really just need to get our stuff together in order to have a diverse, equitable, and inclusive group in the ocean sector. Um, Can you just dig in a little deeper to uh, what you mean by the exclusion from the supply chain? What are ultimate purchasers looking for? Absolutely. So we're seeing that major purchasers around the world are insisting that you have an EDI strategy and that you are making work towards a more equitable, diverse and inclusive workforce. So as you said, not just the right thing to do, the right business decision to make. Absolutely. And we're also seeing that more diverse groups are actually outperforming less diverse groups. So there's really good statistics about that. And you can even put a COVID flavor on that as well. We've seen that businesses that have diverse leadership are outperforming non-diverse leadership on the pandemic.
1: Absolutely, Cass. We see that too. We're working with exporters in this province to make sure we encourage exporters of diversity. We know that exporters that come from different backgrounds will have different innovative ideas, different products, different uh, countries where they would want to export their product. And so it makes an economy stronger and better if we ensure that we have a diverse exporters base. We also are working with our corporate clients to make sure that they have the path hiring those individuals who are currently underrepresented in our workforce. And we're working with them because it's the right thing to do, yes, but it's also the right business decision to make. The more increasingly diverse their workforce is, the stronger and better their company will be. So let's
0: drill down now into the report. What is the significance of the report that was just released? Well, the significance is really that we need to have a baseline. You cannot manage what you don't measure. And it's unfortunate, but that's where we're at. And what we've really found, and it's confirming what we thought anecdotally, that it's an incredibly homogeneous workforce. But we know that we need to have a more diverse workforce in order to grow as well, because that workforce is aging out And we are not going to be able to supply the workers that we need if we aren't embracing a more diverse workforce to meet those growth goals that we have for the ocean sector. It's so funny, as you said, that I thought about all of the speeches that I've given, that if you care about it, you need to measure it.
1: And that's exactly what we're talking about here. Without measurement, you have no insight.
0: You don't know what's happening. So tell us now how that data was collected in the report. Who was included? So Ocean Allies is all about partnerships. So we partnered not only with industry members of the ocean community to develop this data. So we reached out to businesses that are involved, but also to organizations that are involved in accessibility and community partners as well. So really, it was a combination of desk research. So pulling information that we know is out there into one location, but also individual stakeholder interviews. So I know our listeners are really wanting to know, what did the report find in terms of barriers and challenges? Right. So Unsurprisingly, we have an underrepresentation of historically marginalized group. The one that I found most interesting was the lack of cultural awareness and understanding. And I think that's my own bias coming through because I do enjoy learning about different groups and different cultures and how they interact with work. But we also found, you know, unsurprisingly, again, the ocean sector is not seen as an attractive career path. People don't want to get into it. And people don't know about the opportunities that are in it. But there's, of course, also those deeply embedded systemic barriers that are preventing new people from entering the ocean sector. So to switch
1: to the positive from the barriers and challenges, what are the recommendations that are included so that we can tackle these issues head on?
0: You know, the, really the key recommendations are to educate. As I said, it's about learning. It's about support, so supporting through policy people who are already in your team or for people who might come on your team. And it's also about partnering, so developing those collaborative partnerships and community relationships.
1: You know, when you talk about those recommendations, they're exactly the same types of things that we at uh, NSBI are talking to our clients about. We're driving aggressively towards a mandate of inclusive economic growth, inclusive hiring. Um, and so we, I think we can take these recommendations and, and broaden them out um, to other employers, other people that might be interested in, in tackling the same issue.
0: Absolutely. you know I'm in the ocean sector and it's a bit fun for me today to be talking to people who aren't just in the ocean sector all day and all night, but these are not things that are limited to the ocean sector. They absolutely apply to a lot of our traditional industries that we have in Nova Scotia.
1: Kez, thank you so much for your time today. We're going to include the report when we post the podcast, but if someone wanted to find out more about
0: Ocean Allies work, where should they go? Uh, Absolutely. Thank you so much, Laurel. We have a website, oceanallies.ca, and it is both for people who want to learn more about Ocean Allies, but also we continue to look for partners. So if you want to help out in this journey, please come to oceanallies.ca. Thank you so much, Kez Morton. Pleased to have you with me today. today. Thanks so much.
1: I don't want to miss an opportunity to highlight a groundbreaking and transformational example where the barriers have recently and notably been surmounted. I'm talking about the purchase of Clearwater Seafoods, Inc. by a coalition of Mi'kmaq First Nations with premium brand seafoods. The Public Policy Forum of Canada hosted virtually the architects of the deal, Member 2 Chief Terry Paul and John Risley. They outlined and unpacked the historic landmark of Indigenous ownership in the Atlantic region, what it means for reconciliation, innovation, and the economic opportunity it will spur. I was pleased to be part of the PPF event, talking in conversation about moving our economy forward post COVID-19. And I wanna share with you an inspiring excerpt from Chief Terry Paul that he made during the PPF event.
2: In the beginning, we wanted, uh, we wanted a pathway with 100% of the ownerships, ownership of the company Premium Brands came back and did a counter offer with us. Uh, and they're in there for the long term, very long term. And we have told them that we're here to fish until the rest of time. And if they ever want to sell, that we would have the first offer. So we accepted that 50-50. We also own the quotas, the Mi'kmaqs, and that we own 50% of the company. Uh, we invested 250 million, but uh, in our case, like uh, many Indigenous communities, like uh, we operate in a way that is like uh, uh, profit for nonprofit, and that is that we utilize our profit to do uh, a lot of community projects. Uh, we supplement a lot of our activities here in member uh, two uh, in a number of areas, for example, like housing. Uh, you know, with with the activities that. We do, and the young uh, own source revenues that we're able to earn uh, helps us make our own decisions on, uh, like on housing, uh, the future housing needs of a uh, member to for example, but other education too, you know, to ensure that they get uh, the best opportunities that they get when they when they go to adulthood. And I feel that this acquisition helps uh, our children to. Think uh, better about the future and that they do have a future.
1: So, in this podcast, we've heard from partners involved in the very important ocean sector and the community of Mi'kmaq First Nations, now leading and co owner of a heavyweight ocean sector company. We learned about the opportunities and initial strategies recommended to the ocean sector to improve diversity, equity, and inclusion through the navigating change report. And to Chief Paul's comments, we learned the real potential they hold for people and the next generation looking to positively contribute and participate in economic growth. Watch for more content and stories on Saltwire and at novascotiabusiness.com, including the great things happening in our businesses here in Nova Scotia, something which is key to all of our futures. I'm Laurel Broden with NSBI. Until next time. Let's stay connected.